This is Coast to Coast with Robert Ambrogi and Jay Craig Williams, America's top web bloggers in the legal profession. And yes, they are attorneys, both of them. One from California, one from Massachusetts. You can only guess what will happen next. Coast to Coast is sponsored by Law.com, right here on the Legal Talk Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Legal Talk Network. You're listening to Coast to Coast, the top-rated legal radio show on the web. I'm Craig Williams in Southern California. And this is Bob Ambrogi in Massachusetts. I write the blog called Law Sites and also a blog called Media Law. And I write a blog called May It Please the Court. Today on Coast to Coast, we are going to lighten things up a bit. And, uh, Bob, do you want to tell us what we're going to be talking about? Well, not not talking about dangerous products, not not talking to bloviating attorneys, uh, no breaking Supreme Court decisions. Uh, today we're going to take a look at the real-life drama in the courts that sometimes turns into uh, comedy. Well, people say that truth is stranger than fiction, and this cliché proves true time after time in the legal world. And there is no one more qualified than a judge to talk to us about this. And luckily enough, we were able to find a judge with an incredible sense of humor for a show that everyone should really hear. Uh, Joining us today is a judge who writes a column that describes the far-out and funny happenings inside American courts. Judge Jerry Buckmeyer is senior U.S. District Court judge in Dallas, Texas. Judge Buckmeyer entertains uh, legal professionals from far and wide with his uh, Internet column, Say What?, which is based on his uh, State Bar of Texas uh, journal column, etc., that he's been writing since 1980. Uh, welcome to the program, Judge Buckmeyer. Well, I'm glad to be here. We are thrilled to death to have you, and before we were going to get started, you were going to tell us a tale. I was. I, I was going to tell you one of the uh, things that got me started doing uh, doing the humor columns. It was my uh, my first case as a federal judge in, in 1979, and it was a, uh, a criminal case. The defendant was a, a female from... Uh, from Los Angeles, named Tina Marie Ray, and she had uh, Confederates in a bank, and uh, it came to Dallas to uh, attempt to buy uh, half a million dollars in gold Krugerrands with uh, with with checks on a, a real person, but they were counterfeit. Well, the, the trial got underway, and um, the the, uh, the uh, United States attorneys called uh, several witnesses, including. Uh, a man named Dooley Wilson, who uh, who had uh, retired, and his wife was retired of hanging around the house and asking him to get a job, so he got a job driving a limousine. Well, lo and behold, his, his first job that he has a limousine driver was to pick this lady up at her hotel and take her to the uh, office where, the, where she was going to get these, these gold crew rents. And uh, so Mr. Wilson is, the, uh, is just testifying on the stand, and uh, he'd never been in a courtroom before, and he, I finally got him calmed down, and he told us the story. And then the, uh, then the uh, United States Attorney asked him to uh, identify the, uh, the lady that he picked up in the, uh, in, in the car and, and took to the place where she was arrested. And he proceeded by identifying the assistant U.S. Attorney who was helping to try the case. Well, I, I, you know, I started laughing, and the jury started laughing, and that uh, that led to to a lot of good stories, which I'll share some with you now from the column that that I write. If I, if you'd like to do that, that would be wonderful. Well, Judge, I just wonder if you could tell us how you got yes. started with writing the column. Was it was it just watching the humor in your courtroom? 
Well, it was it was uh, it was when I was uh, president of the uh, uh, of the Dallas Bar Association. Again, the same year I became a judge. One of the one of the duties of the of the uh, of the president was to write a column. Well, I ran out of material, so I started running some uh, some funny stuff that I had accumulated over the year, and it caught on big. And the uh, the bar association uh, published a little book with a collection of it. That's how, that's what got me started in it. So, and then the the column went statewide, and it runs in the uh, Texas Bar Journal each uh, each month. And it's been a lot of fun. I claim to have the most interesting mail of any federal judge in the country. <laughs> the only frustrating thing is the X-rated stuff that I I can't get in the bar journal. So. Well, after you retire from the bench, you can run that stuff. Well, fortunately, the internet isn't X-rated yet, so you can probably share some of that with us. Yeah, today. I, I probably can. Probably can. Well, I will. I'll, I'll just start with some of them, uh, like uh, this one. Uh, and these are either from uh, court testimony or from depositions. Who was the father of your children? Well, our pastor was the father of the little one. And who was the father of the other one? Well, our assistant pastor was father of the next one. Well, who was the father of the oldest one? Well, sir, I don't rightly know. You see, I... Had that one before I was saved. <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, then question, isn't it a fact that you've been running around with other women? Yes, it is, but you can't prove it. <laughs> Good. Question, did you stay all night with this man in New York? I refuse to answer that question. Did you stay all night with this man in Chicago? I refuse to answer that question. Did you stay all night with this man in Miami? No. <laughs> Question, uh, prior to the accident, were you sexually active? Well, mainly, I just lied there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so where do, you, where do you get these? How do you find these? Well, the uh, once the column started running, I, I started getting uh, getting contributions coming in from uh, from people not just in Texas but from other states, and I and I and I get a just a, a, a ton of. Of stuff that I uh, that I have backed up to, to write future columns with. It's really been a lot of fun. Is it mostly lawyers, transcriptionists who send them to you, or, or Most, sometimes mostly lawyers, but uh, but but uh, sometimes not. Some are, are legal secretaries or uh, other people in the in the uh, in the law business. Did you ever have an idea that law could be this funny? No, I didn't when I was practicing here. So. <laughs> but I'm glad to say it is. Uh, uh, Do you have any funny stories about lawyers? As opposed yeah, to their, are, as opposed well, to the people sitting on the witness stand. Yeah, these these are yeah these are are, are actually both the, the lawyers and the and the witnesses who uh, who get into trouble. Well, I'll share a, a, a few more with you if you if you would like. Then the the um, this is a question. Uh, are you sure that this man who stole your Are you sure that this is the man who who stole your car last Thursday? Well, I was. But after cross-examination, I'm not sure if I even owned the car. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and uh, this is the safe answer. Uh, first you said no. Now you said you don't remember. Which one is it? Well, I'm on take I don't remember because I think that'll play it safe. <laughs> <laughs> so, and this is a child witness. Uh, they're, they're good ones also. And last, Gary, uh, all of your responses must be oral, Okay. What school did you go to? Oral. Oral. <laughs> and how old are you? Oral. That goes on for several, before the, the lawyer realizes what's happening. 
and and uh, and doctors are, are good also for uh, exchanges. Uh, now, doctor, as a result of your as a result of your examination of the plaintiff in this case, was a young lady pregnant. Well, a young lady was pregnant, but not as a result of my examination. Yeah. Well, have you talked to your lawyer about this deposition today? Mr. Cox, shall I tell him? Mr. Cox, sure. Go ahead and tell him. Yes. And what did he tell you? Mr. Cox, shall I tell him? Mr. Cox, sure. Go ahead and tell him. Well, he told me that there was some smart son of a bitch down here who was going to try to make me lie but you tell the truth anyway. <laughs> That's a good answer. Now, Mr. Smith, do you believe that uh, you were emotionally unstable? I used to be. And how many times have you committed suicide? <laughs> Four times. Well, well, did you uh, have any appreciable amount of money with you at the time? Whatever money I had, I appreciated. <laughs> and when's the last time you saw him as a chiropractor? Every time I saw him, he was a chiropractor. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, well, doctor, how many autopsies have you performed on dead people? Oh, All dead. of my autopsies <laughs> have been on dead people. <laughs> and, uh, Judge, let me ask you while you're looking. Do you, do you ever use humor in your courtroom to either to put witnesses at ease or just to kind of lighten the mood a little bit? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I learned from that first trial that it, it's unnatural if something funny happens that you know not to laugh at it. And, and the juries, I think, uh, it relaxes them, you know, if something funny happens in the court. How does the witness come across being funny? I mean, do you have witnesses that it, try to... It, it, depends. It, yeah, it depends on the witness, you know. Because some of these are unintentionally fun, funny, and uh, and 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 not 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 everyone can be funny in the courtroom. A little difficulty. Well, we all know that a lot of this comes from nerves, and and uh, witnesses are nervous, and lawyers are nervous. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I we find a couple more for you. Sure. The um, um, question: How come your car laid down 167 feet of skid mark? Because that's how far I slid. <laughs> and um, have you ever been in the service? Yes, sir. I went in in the 40s, and I came out in less than 90 days. I was too old for what they wanted, they said. You, were you given some sort of medical discharge? Well, I was given an unconditional release. I didn't have enough teeth, they said. I see. So you're getting too old? Well, I told him I thought I was to fight him, not bite him. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the uh, this is a an, in a criminal case, and the defense counsel has, has just moved for a continuance on the ground that his uh, his main witness is absent. And the judge said, "Well, why don't you call a list of witnesses and 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 see who's here?" So he calls the list, and the supposedly absent witness answers present. <laughs> And the defense attorney says, Your Honor, I move for continuance on the ground of surprise. He promised me he wouldn't be here. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, what's your place of birth? Well, a hospital in Coons, Texas. That's the hospital I was born in. Well, how far did you go in school? Well, about eight miles. <laughs> and uh, how do you wish to be addressed? Leonard R. Dossett. Not in uppercase. 
and the court said, I don't know how to speak in lowercase, <laughs> sir. Are you speaking in or uppercase or lowercase? He doesn't get an answer. And then, uh, and we spent a number of hours questioning you today, and you understand the English language very well. Yes, sir. Are you fluent in Puerto Rican, too? Spanish. Okay. Are you bilingual? No, I'm Pentecostal. <laughs> Some people would say that. <laughs> yeah, right. So, and then, uh, what is your job? I don't have one. What did you do then? Nothing. You did nothing. I did. I did nothing. Well, let me ask you this: You went to work and you did nothing. Is that what you're saying? Yes, sir. Well, how did he know if you were doing a good job? Well, that's the hardest part about doing that job. You never know when you're finished. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, how fast were you going at the time of the accident? Oh, I was uh, only going after some olives. Okay, now you're going to have to explain that one because I didn't get it. Well, <laughs> it's just a, a nonsensical answer okay. by, by the guy saying he wasn't going fast because he was going to get olives. Get olives. It didn't matter. Right, yeah. I get it. Yeah. And uh, has your son ever received a prior injury? Well, when he was uh, three, he fell and broke his arm. That's all. Oh, yes. When he was two, he got plowed under by a tractor. <laughs> and we didn't find him for 20 minutes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, and again, there's uh, Dr. Humor. Well, well Dr., uh, will you at least agree with me that strokes are very painful? Well, yes and no. You know what they say. Different strokes for different, for different folks. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, did Rusty White ever attack you, your person? Did he ever assault you? Well, he used profound language towards me. <laughs> yeah. And this is a little Some bit Some can longer, be said for judges that do that, too. That's true, right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, are you going to be claiming a loss of ability to have sexual relations with your wife? Well, you try something with a bad back, and, and you get a pain in there, yeah? And you're going to quit. Okay, and does that prevent you from having sex, or does that affect the quality of the sex? Hell, it stops me. Well, prior to the accident, how often would you have sexual relations with your wife? How many times per week? Hell, as much as possible. <laughs> oh, at least uh, once a day. A couple of times, you bet. <laughs> so, and then uh, this is a Gerard. Uh, Juror number 25 is, uh, raises a question and says, I, I run over a camel in Saudi Arabia. A camel, was it a bad accident? The camel thought so, it killed him. <laughs> and, uh, Have you been... Have, this is, this go is, ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, and, and, and uh, some of these in, in divorce cases are funny also. This is... Uh, this is... Uh, answers to a lengthy jury questionnaire and the female prospective juror indicated that she and her husband were in the process of getting a, 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 a divorce and and uh, this is a question that's asked what are your spouse's hobbies favorite recreations or pastime and the answer was drinking and adultery <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, uh, 
This is uh, uh, the court. Would you uh, please hand the verdict form to the bailiff for inspection by the court? And at this time, I ask the defendant to please rise. The verdict form is signed by Becky Summer Stoop as presiding juror. At this time, I'll read the verdict to the defendant. We, the jury, find the defendant not guilty as charged. And the presiding juror says, damn, I signed the wrong Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. And then the last one is uh, a couple more. Um, on the day that Twine was shot, uh, were you intoxicated? I definitely was not. Well, had you been drinking that day? I drank a few beers. How many beers did you drink? About 30? And you weren't drunk? No. What's your definition of drunk? Drunk is when you fall down and you can't get up. And the safe driver, have you ever been in trouble with the law? No, not for reckless driving or speeding or anything like that. Have you ever been in the penitentiary? Yes. What were you there for? For murder. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing serious. And, uh, yeah, right. Right. Um, have you ever been in trouble with the law? Well, I've been arrested twice, but I never had no trouble. What were the arrests for? One was for shooting craps, and the other for shooting a guy. <laughs> Did you kill somebody? Well, he died after, but I didn't kill him on the spot. <laughs> and then have you ever uh, had any trouble with police? Where you have been charged with anything, indicted for anything, tried for anything? Answer is, Lord Jesus, no. And then, then I'll end on this one, but it's the uh, question. Uh, what can you tell us about the truthfulness and veracity of this defendant? Oh, she'll tell the truth. She said she'd kill that son of a bitch, and she did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope y'all have enjoyed these. They have been great. Well, we have. We have. I, yeah. I was I actually... Well, I say this is, this is, this is my, my recreation. Yeah. I, so, but I've really enjoyed doing it over the years. Yeah, I was I was actually was looking at, looking at your blog today. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know whether you write this blog or is that does the Texas Bar maintain that and, and pull that's it out a, of that's the, the Texas, yeah the Texas Bar does yeah. that for me. There was one on there that that just for some reason hit me as particularly funny. Uh, there was it was contributed to you I guess from a, a, a San Antonio lawyer named Angus McGinty. And uh, yes. he's he's describing a hearing, and the, the judge is talking to the criminal defendant about his attorney, and the judge uh, says to the defendant, well, she's a nice person. She'll probably help you more than anybody else except the Lord. He's not here right now. At least he's not visible. And uh, Mr. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. McGinty chimes in, he's in jail, or at least that's where everybody finds him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've enjoyed chatting with you. Well, it's been a pleasure chatting with you. Um, we'd like to ask you just a couple of questions, if you don't mind. Sure. You have uh, um, seen a lot of this stuff around the Internet, and you've been doing this, I think, since 1980. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I actually started uh, in the Dallas column, the Dallas Bar, in uh, 1979. So if lawyers are going to try to uh, employ humor in a courtroom, what are your recommendations about how to employ humor and how does it go over? Is it better to be just kind of unintentional, or do you find that lawyers are, you know, that try to be funny aren't funny? How does that work? Yeah, I, I, I usually find that, that they're, they're, they're really not funny if they try. 
it's something that it just happens uh, accidentally. And and then when it does happen, then then everybody laughs, which uh, which is a, you know a break in a even a real serious case going on. You found you have you found that in any circumstance where things have just gotten so out of control that you've had to stop the proceedings and take a break and come back? Oh yeah, yeah, sure am, sure am. But uh, how much of this has yeah. been drawn from your own courtroom experience? Uh, are there any funny stories? Uh, I mean, I know you opened with one. Are there other funny stories from your own courtroom that you? Uh, can relate to us. I, I can't think of anything <laughs> at, at present, but uh, probably but there, there are probably because there's just so many that it's hard to it's hard to pick yes, on. Yes, it is. It is. Uh, and you know, I, and I, as I think I told you earlier, I, I learned early on that especially when you have a jury, it's, if something funny happens, it's, it's it's not natural if you don't laugh at it. And, yeah. Yeah. Are, do, I, I, I try to make the, the juries comfortable in the courtroom. I think they do a better job if they. If if they're at ease, and and one 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 of the ways, if something funny happened, to laugh with them. Now, do you do enter any entertaining in the courtroom yourself with any of your stories? I, I used to um, used to do a lot of a uh, lot of speaking. I haven't done that in recently, but uh, used to speak to bar groups and in uh, other civic groups. That that was fun. It just got tiresome after a while. I bet the same jokes and the same stories. That's right. <laughs> right. Good. Well, Judge, we'd really like to thank you for participating with us today. Um, as I understand, your blog is available. If you just Google the words, say what, question mark, uh, it shows up as the very first uh, entry. Uh, classic humor from U.S. District Court Judge Jerry Buckmeyer. Uh, do you want to provide any information to uh, our listeners to reach you, with to send you their stories? Yeah, if, if uh, anyone who has, if, if they would just uh, just write to the uh, State Bar of Texas, which which is in Austin, and and they'll get the information to me. Great. And Any contributions that come in. Thanks and so much. His, his website is at texasbar.com slash say what. That's right, yeah. That's it. Well, thank you very much, Your Honor. We appreciate you being on the show. Well, I've enjoyed chatting with you. Thank you very well, much. A it's lot. been a pleasure talking to you. Bye-bye. Craig, I just thought I thought I would mention. I thought it was worth noting. I, I saw on the news today that I I think the first we, we did a couple of shows on Katrina, and I I think I saw in the news that the first full blown trial uh, in New Orleans since Katrina uh, uh, has just concluded and wrapped up, uh, which shows that the, the system is getting back to normal and things are starting to happen again uh, in New Orleans. I'm surprised that some of the defense attorneys haven't moved for dismissals based on violation of the Constitution. Right. Well, that's, I mean, there have been, uh, there was uh, the judge in the last few weeks was, you know, suspending prosecutions until uh, counsel could be appointed and letting people out of jail because they've been sitting in jail for eight months or, or more, whatever it's been. So right. things are starting to get back to normal. Well, that's good to see. We'll have to do another show and follow up on how things are doing down there. I guess that's going to wrap it up for Coast to Coast this week. Bob, we'll talk to you next week. All right, Craig. Good talking to you. See you next week. Thanks for listening to Coast to Coast with Robert Ambrogi and J. Craig Williams. Coast to Coast has been sponsored by Law.com. We hope you'll listen again and check out our other shows on the Legal Talk Network.
The Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast, your resource for the tips and tactical advice you need to grow your business. Plus, keep up with the news and commentary you crave to stay one step ahead. It's hosted by me, Guy Sakalakis. And me, Conrad Song. Every other week, we break down the issues holding back your marketing strategy and talk about the changes you need to be prepared for. Check out the Lunch Hour Legal Marketing Podcast wherever you get your podcasts or on YouTube.